Shapeshift just released a report written by Kent Barton, head of research and development, and it's entitled New Frontiers Enter the Metaverse Challenge and Opportunities in NFT. Forward. Neil Stevenson saw it coming nearly three decades ago. In a seminal cyberpunk novel, Snow Crash, the author describes a world where the lines between reality and computer-generated universes had blurred. In addition to having one of the best opening scenes ever involving a frantic high-speed pizza delivery, part of the novel takes place in a metaverse, a virtual reality universe, where humans interact, transact, vie for virtual resources, and live much of their lives. Stevenson was remarkably prescient given that both the internet and virtual reality were in the infancies in 1992, the latter having entered popular consciousness with a clunky VR game where players launched projectiles at polygon petrodactyls, and a wow that didn't age well, movie called Lawnmower Man. By the time Ready Player One recapitulated these themes 20 years later, the ubiquity of the internet and the rise of the virtual worlds like Second Life and World of Warcraft made the metaverse scenario seem much more plausible. Fast forward to the present day, and a real-life metaverse is dawning. A pandemic has pushed more social interactions into the online realm. VR tech has come a long way and is getting better every year. And thanks to crypto, virtual economies supported by digital scarcity are now feasible. Tokenized property rights facilitated by non-fungible token NFTs will play a crucial role in the adoption of our modern metaverse. On a more mundane and prosaic level, NFTs are already introducing game-changing economic dynamics to the worlds of art and music. Creative people have a new way to profit from their work while cutting out the unavoidable middlemen that's come to characterize Web 2.0. Soon, the power of self-sovereign digital ownership will be extended to real estate, credentials, and many more facets of ordinary life. Alongside the mind-blowing promise of NFTs, there are also a few aspects of using them that really suck. They're expensive to create and exchange, it's time-consuming to find what you're looking for, they don't have hooks into the legal, real world of copyrights and intellectual property, you can't share ownership of NFTs with others. This report is not a comprehensive overview of what NFTs are or how they work, you can find that elsewhere. But watch out for some really truly awful takes in the mainstream media. Instead, we'll explore the pain points in their potential solutions as well as see those solutions aren't far off. Some of them are already here. Scaling NFTs to the masses. Between an emerging virtual real estate boom and the ongoing tokenization of digital art and music, there's no shortage of demand for NFTs. But like most new early stage technologies, NFTs are not cost effective to use. Minting a single non-fungible token typically costs more than $100 in this current expensive fee climate. Even simple exchanges and transfers can cost $30 to $50. From the standpoint of a gaming platform that wants to create badass mithril swords or as young and upcoming artists in rural India, these costs can be a show-stopping barrier to adoption. Some marketplaces have addressed this issue from free minting whereby they subsidize the initial creation costs, then recoup the expense if the creator's NFT is sold. That's a decent temporary workaround, but it's probably not suitable over the long run due to the associated costs. Fortunately, more lasting solutions are coming or already here via various approaches to scaling. Layer 1. Roll your own blockchain. The easiest way to address the scalability issue is at layer 1 L1 by creating a blockchain with higher transactional throughput. This has been embraced with wild success by Dapper Labs. Dapper got first-hand experience in dealing with scaling challenges when it created CryptoKitties during the last market cycle. 
The popular digital cats congested the Ethereum network and made it expensive to use for everyone. Dapper's solution was to build its own blockchain called Flow. Flow serves as the foundation for NBA Top Shots, which is hands down currently the most popular crypto collectible. Its daily USD volume dwarfs most other collections. However, there's one giant caveat to Dapper's success. They've achieved scalability through centralization. Flow currently has around 350 nodes, and the platform's board maintains direct control over the token supply. For some users and use cases, that might be just fine. Top shot collectors sure don't seem to mind. But for those who seek better guarantees of credible neutrality and censorship resistance or just closer integration with the Ethereum ecosystem, where most other NFTs and marketplaces currently live, there are better routes to NFT scalability. Sidechains, main integration, separate security. An alternate approach is to build a scalable NFT environment on an Ethereum sidechain. This has the distinct advantage of being more seamlessly integrated with the main chain than separate L1s. Public accounts can be mirrored in the sidechain's L2 environment, and existing EVM code can be ported over with relative ease as well. Polygon, formerly Matic, is employing this technique with its proof-of-stake network, currently supported by 86 validators. The sidechain is already enjoying early adoption with projects like Neon District Gaming, Nanakusa, an NFT marketplace. The scaling potential provided here is impressive. However, it comes at a cost. Although Matic is closely integrated with Ethereum, it doesn't inherit the latter's security guarantees. The security and consensus of the sidechain depends solely on its validator set. While Polygon has made efforts to make its consensus mechanism more trustless, it's far more centralized than the consensus provided by Ethereum's mainnet. Specifically, hodlers of the network's token can delegate to one of those 86 validators. However, it's unclear how many of those validators are separate and distinct entities. The Matic Foundation itself runs multiple nodes, and the top five addresses hold more than 65% of all tokens. This heavily skewed distribution raises the specter that more than one entity, Polygon, or a collusion of few entities could unilaterally dictate what happens on the sidechain. Over the long run, that's not a deal breaker. Polygon has strong incentives to improve its distribution. It has a nice first mover advantage with its scalable NFT architecture, and there should be ample use cases where this centralization trade-off is acceptable. Rollups, the best of both worlds. When it comes to maximally decentralized scaling, Ethereum layer two is where it's at. Rollup platforms increase transaction throughput by taking computation and most data off-chain. Crucially, they also periodically post fraud proofs in the case of optimistic rollups or cryptographic proofs in the case of ZK rollups to the main chain. This means that unlike sidechains, rollups enjoy the robust security and consensus provided by Ethereum. With respect to NFTs, rollups offer a promising way forward at the most basic level. Minting and sending these tokens is very similar to how ERC-20s are handled. However, a key difference emerges between the two rollups when one considers withdrawal times. Optimistic rollups require a week-long withdrawal period in order to provide sufficient time for fraud proofs to be challenged. That's not an intractable issue for ERC-20 use cases like DEXs or AMMs, since market makers can provide early liquidity on these fungible tokens. It's a much different matter for ERC-721s, which by their very definition are non-fungible. You can't provide early withdrawal liquidity for one-of-a-kind asset. 
This fact means that ZK rollups have a distinct advantage when it comes to scalable NFT marketplaces. While hypothetically putting NFTs on optimistic rollups is possible, and there are even some planned implementations to do so, the friction of week-long withdrawal times will likely be too onerous for the majority of users. The move towards scalable NFT architecture should hit a major milestone in the very near future with Immutable X. The blockchain gaming platform has built a roll-up based solution using Starkware technology. This will allow the platform and its users to mint an arbitrary number of NFTs and transact them without incurring any mainnet gas costs. Keep an eye on how Immutable's rollup performs in production. If all goes well, it'll provide a strong validation of the solution. Given the strong demand for scalable NFTs, it's highly likely that other platforms and marketplaces, perhaps focused on other markets like art and music, will adopt a ZK rollup within the next two quarters. Interoperability. One big uncertainty with scalable NFT marketplaces is how these environments will interact with one another. If an artist mints an NFT collection for a very low fee on L2 platform, how can they ensure it can be seamlessly moved onto the mainnet and then potentially onto another L2? Can the same NFT be listed on multiple scalable marketplaces? While money Lego interoperability and composability arguably isn't as important as it is in the DeFi world, these will be important questions for scalable NFT platforms to address as the technology rolls out. On paper, at least, those with full EVM compatibility should have an easier time bridging to the Ethereum mainnet and to other EVM-compatible chains. For those that don't have EVM compatibility, such as some ZK rollups, there will need to be carefully implemented bridges. Over time, some scalable marketplaces may grow big enough that many creators and users need never leave the Layer 2 environment, with perhaps a minority of NFT owners choosing to withdraw to the mainnet for its superior security. Section 2. Marketplace Fragmentation Marketplace fragmentation. Liquidity in the NFT space is currently split between a wide range of marketplaces. Some are all-inclusive, while others focus on art or music. Each offers a unique take on UX, including some crucial differences in terms of free NFT minting for creators. A multitude of trading venues is certainly nothing new in the crypto world, where dozens of exchanges, centralized and decentralized, compete to offer the best prices, lowest rates, and widest range of available assets. However, this natural market dynamic plays out differently with non-fungible tokens. Unless a creator chooses to list their NFTs on multiple sites, their token will be locked into just one ecosystem. This creates a poor experience for creators and potential purchasers alike. Those browsing NFTs may need to browse through several marketplaces to find something that pikes their interest. It's a time-consuming process that can quickly get overwhelming, considering the huge range of NFTs up for auction or sale. From the creator's standpoint, this translates to fewer eyeballs on their work. It's highly likely that we'll see a conglomeration of marketplaces in the next few years as the space matures, but even then, there will exist a multitude of NFT venues. Section 3. Fractional ownership and collateralization. One of the most intriguing NFT use cases is the ability to join others in an investment. Sure, that new Beeple piece might be way too rich for your blood, but what if you were to share the purchase with thousands of other buyers? This isn't possible with the current EIP 721 standard. However, 
That all changes with a recently adopted standard called ERC-1633. As our PR rock star Lindsay described in a recent blog post, a new concept RFTs or refungible tokens was introduced in 2018 with ERC-1633 standard or EIP-1633. The standard which was merged into the official Ethereum EIPs with the past couple of weeks can enable joint ownership and division of NFT assets. Using simple queries, it gives marketplaces like OpenSea the ability to confirm whether an ERC721 NFT asset was owned by an individual or group while preserving the integrity of the ERC721 and ERC20 standards. Though still new and with much to be resolved around whether, how, it will be implemented by marketplaces in the ERC community, as well as copyright questions, the possibilities of this are significant. In the realm of real-world objects, such as intellectual property, real estate, or very costly assets of any type, people would have the option to co-invest, divide assets, and share royalty rewards as the property is resold over time. The definition of NFTs often includes cannot be divided into smaller units. This newest standard addition may be cause for a change in how NFTs are defined. There are powerful implications for musicians as well. Imagine the ability to purchase a share of a song's future revenue stream, as suggested in this recent podcast. This would provide fans with a literal vested interest in a band or producer's success, giving them a sense of ownership and incentivizing them to spread the music. This shift of power from centralized label to distributed fan base could be the most profound music industry change we've seen since the advent of streaming. Section 4. Copyright and Intellectual Property The nexus between ownership and copyright is an interesting one. Currently, the vast majority of NFTs for sale impart the purchaser with non-commercial rights. Thus, they own the associated work and have the ability to sell it at some future date, but without using it in a commercial context. But could copyright itself be tokenized? An initial effort to make this possible is scheduled to launch shortly at CXIP. The service submits users' artwork to the U.S. Copyright Office, then mints the application as an NFT. This may afford some degree of legal protection for artists, although it's important to note that these NFTs are not official copyrights in and of themselves. Theft is a challenging issue as well. Artists are already having to contend with malicious actors downloading their work, then selling it under false pretenses. Marketplaces will need to enact functionality to counteract this, something as simple as a Google image search embedded into the upload or purchase process could mitigate the most simple instances of theft. A service called Versiart also aims to address this issue by allowing artists to create certificates of authenticity and trusted checkmark profiles. Discerning purchases already have the ability to thoroughly vet an artist's profile. Someone who came out of nowhere a month ago with a trove of art, for example, might in fact be selling an actual artist's work, caveat emptor. Section 5. Toward a tokenized world For all his forward-thinking brilliance, Steven Sim himself acknowledges that he was just winging it when he envisioned the metaverse. Builders of the crypto ecosystem are taking a similar approach. This is a vast blank slate with very few pre-existing rules. We're still early in the cycle of adoption for NFTs. The fundamental technology is there, but challenges such as UX and scaling remain. Once those barriers come down, expect these tokenized assets to become ever more pervasive. 
Ignore the hype with respect to how many millions such and such NFT costs and how much money certain artists are making. These market cycles will boom and inevitably bust over time, much like any other asset class. A bear market for NFT prices, when it happens, will not mean that the concept is somehow invalidated. We're only getting started. Now is the time to dig in and learn about this technology. If you're an artist or musician, NFTs are a fantastic way to connect your audience and make money without a middleman taking a cut. If you want to support creative people, purchasing their NFTs is a great way to do that, regardless of where they live. Pulling out to the 30,000 foot view, art and music NFTs are simply the beginning of all manner of assets winding up on the blockchain. Fractional NFTs will be especially compelling when it comes to providing new avenues for ownership to real estate and other large ticket items. In 5 or 10 years, perhaps even a bit less, NFTs will be a ubiquitous part of both our real-world and virtual metaverse-based lives. We have a front row seat to watch this space grow and evolve, and can even take part directly by minting, buying, selling, and building. Like all new technologies, there will be frustrations along the way. But as with so many other aspects of crypto, there's a sense that an irresistible force is gradually shaping our society, economy, and culture. Try to act surprised when it happens.